Hello and welcome to St. Peter's by the Sea in Narragansett, Rhode Island. This morning's or today's service celebrates the second Sunday after the Epiphany. Before we begin worship this morning, just one announcement for the community, and that is, it is my sad responsibility to report that our beloved and longtime member, Gloria Phillips, passed away this week um, peacefully in her home at Brookdale. So we ask that you pray for her and her family. On that note, let us join together in singing hymn number seven, Christ whose glory fills the sky. Our service of Holy Eucharist, Rite 2, begins on page 355 of the prayer book. Blessed be God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, and blessed be his kingdom now and forever. Almighty God, to you all hearts are open, all desires known, and from you no secrets are hid. Cleanse the thoughts of our hearts by the inspiration of your Holy Spirit, that we may perfectly love you and worthily magnify your holy name through Christ our Lord. Amen. Glory to God in the highest and peace to his people on earth. Lord God, heavenly King, almighty God and Father, we worship you, we give you thanks, we praise you for your glory. Lord Jesus Christ, only Son of the Father, Lord God, Lamb of God, you take away the sin of the world. Have mercy on us. You are seated at the right hand of the Father. Receive our prayer. For you alone are the Holy One. You alone are the Lord. You alone are the Most High, Jesus Christ, with the Holy Spirit, in the glory of God the Father. Amen. The Lord be with you. And also with you. Let us pray.
Almighty God, whose Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ, is the light of the world, grant that your people, illumined by your word and sacraments, may shine with the radiance of Christ's glory, that he may be known, worshipped, and obeyed to the ends of the earth, through Jesus Christ, our Lord, who with you and the Holy Spirit lives and reigns one God, now and forever. Amen. Please be seated for the readings. Our first reading is from the book of Samuel. Now the boy Samuel was ministering to the Lord under Eli. The word of the Lord was rare in those days. Visions were not widespread. At that time, Eli, whose eyesight had begun to grow dim so that he could not see, was lying down in his room. The lamp of God had not yet gone out, and Samuel was lying down in the temple of the Lord where the ark of God was. Then the Lord called, Samuel, Samuel. And he said, Here I am, and ran to Eli, and said, Here I am, for you called me. But he said, I did not call. Lie down again. So he went and lay down. The Lord called him again, Samuel, Samuel. Samuel got up and went to Eli and said, Here I am, for you called me. But he said, I did not call you, my son. Lie down again. Now Samuel did not yet know the Lord, and the word of the Lord had not yet been revealed to him. The Lord called Samuel again a third time, and he got up and he went to Eli and said, Here I am, for you called me. Then Eli perceived that the Lord was calling the boy. Therefore Eli said to Samuel, Go, lie down, and if he calls you, you shall say, Speak, Lord, for your servant is listening. So Samuel went and lay down in his place. Now the Lord came and stood there, calling as before, Samuel, Samuel. And Samuel said, Speak, for your servant is listening. Then the Lord said to Samuel, See, I am about to do something in Israel that would make both ears of anyone who hears, it, hears of it tingle. On that day I will fulfill against Eli all that I have spoken concerning his house from beginning to end. For I have told him that I am about to punish his house forever for the iniquity that he knew because his sons were blaspheming God and he did not restrain them. Therefore I swear to the house of Eli that the iniquity of Eli's house shall not be expiated by sacrifice or offering forever. Samuel lay there until morning. Then he opened the doors of the house of the Lord. Samuel was afraid to tell the vision to Eli. But Eli called Samuel and said, Samuel, my son. He said, here I am. Eli said, what was it that he told you? Do not hide it from me. May God do so to you and more also if you hide anything from me of all that he told you. So Samuel told him everything and hid nothing from him. Then he said, It is the Lord. Let him do what seems good to him. 
As Samuel grew up, the Lord was with him and let none of his words fall to the ground. And all Israel, from Don to Bathsheba, knew that Samuel was a trustworthy prophet of the Lord. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The psalm appointed for this morning is Psalm 139. Lord, you have searched me out and known me. You know my sitting down and my rising up. You discern my thoughts from afar. You trace my journeys and my resting places, and are acquainted with all my ways. Indeed, there is not a word on my lips, but you, O Lord, know it all together. You press upon me behind and before, and lay your hand upon me. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me. It is so high that I cannot attain to it. For you yourself created my inmost parts. You knit me together in my mother's womb. I will thank you because I am marvelously made. Your works are wonderful and I know it well. My body was not hidden from you, while I was being inside in secret, and woven in the depths in the, of the earth. Your eyes beheld my limbs, yet unfinished in the womb. All of them were written in your book. They were fashioned day by day. When as yet there was none of them, how deep I find your thoughts, O God, how great is the sum of them! If I were to count them, there would be more in number than the sand. To count them all, my lifespan would need to be like yours. Our second reading this morning is from Corinthians. All things are lawful for me, but not all things are beneficial. All things are lawful for me, but I will not be dominated by anything. Food is meant for the stomach, and the stomach for food, and God will destroy both one and the other. The body is meant not for fornication, but for the Lord, and the Lord for the body. And God raised the Lord and will also raise us by his power. Do you not know that your bodies are members of Christ? Should I therefore take the members of Christ and make them members of a prostitute? Never. Do you not know that whoever is united to a prostitute becomes one body with her? For it is said, the two shall be one flesh. But anyone united to the Lord becomes one spirit with him. Shun fornication. Every sin that a person commits is outside the body, but the fornicator sins against the body itself. Or do you not know that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit within you, which you have from God, and that you are not your own? For you were brought, bought with a price, therefore glorify God in your body. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Our gospel hymn is hymn 440, Blessed Jesus at Thy Word.
Holy Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ according to John. Glory to you, Lord Christ. Jesus decided to go to Galilee. He found Philip and said to him, Follow me. Now Philip was from Bethsaida, the city of Andrew and Peter. Philip found Nathanael and said to him, We have found him about whom Moses in the law and also the prophets wrote, Jesus, son of Joseph from Nazareth. Nathanael said to him, Can anything good come out of Nazareth? Philip said to him, Come and see. When Jesus saw Nathanael coming toward him, he said of him, Here is truly an Israelite in whom there is no deceit. Nathanael asked him, Where did you get to know me? Jesus answered, I saw you under the fig tree before Philip called you. Nathanael replied, Rabbi, you are the Son of God. You are the King of Israel. Jesus answered, Do you believe because I told you that I saw you under the fig tree? You will see greater things than these. And he said to him, Very truly I tell you, you will see heaven opened and the angels of God ascending and descending upon the Son of Man. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Christ. God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. One of the first questions I ask someone who seeks spiritual direction is, tell me about God. Some people may say that's a strange question because, Father, shouldn't you already know who God is or what God is about? And that's not the point. The point is I want to get a sense from them how they have experienced God and how they understand God to be in terms of the role God has played in their life. Do they perceive God as one that is punitive, one to be afraid of, one with whom which they are uncomfortable with, or do they understand God to be the God of love itself? In this week's Gospel, we hear the calling of Nathanael and Philip. And when Philip tells Nathanael, we have found the one, Jesus, son of Joseph of Nazareth, 
Nathanael answers him with, can anything good come out of Nazareth? Nathanael already had a preconceived notion of who the Messiah was supposed to be. And it was definitely from his perspective that he would not expect the Messiah to come from some backwater village called Nazareth. It wasn't until Nathanael met Jesus and discovered that Jesus knew what was on his heart before Nathanael had even spoken. Nathanael, Jesus says, you are the only Israelite without deceit. In that one line, John conveys to the reader how intimately God knows us, oftentimes when we don't even know God himself. In the psalm for this week, Psalm 139, we hear the same reality being conveyed. The psalmist proclaims to God, You have known me since the days I was in my mother's womb. You have knit my parts together. And even when I was in secret, you knew me. The psalmist, in those words, proclaims how intimately God knows each and every one of us. In the calling of Jeremiah, God says to the prophet, basically, I know you so well that I know the number of hairs on your head. I can't think of anyone, not even my own mother, who knew me or knows me that well. But God, the one who created us, who in the midst of the creation of this world and at every stage of creation declared his work as good, has created each and every one of us. And whether we know it or not, believe it or not, we were created, and God proclaimed that we are good. But there's another part to the calling of Philip and Nathan, Nathaniel, that oftentimes we miss. And when Jesus says, follow me, earlier in John's gospel, he tells the disciples, come and see. And in fact, it is Philip when telling Nathanael about the experience they had of Jesus and the proclamation that he is the one of whom Moses and the prophets speak. When Nathanael questions Jesus' origin, Philip responds not with, let me tell you why he is who he is and how I know it, but come and see. Come and experience the living God. For so many of us, those words are lost on us. As a people who live in a world where so much is about what we know from within our heads, to fully enter into relationship with God is oftentimes complicated by the fact that we have to let go of that which is in our head 
and allow ourselves to acknowledge and to follow that within our heart. God is not somebody to be known intellectually or to be understood, but to be fully experienced. I have often heard it said that faith begins when the, he when the head and the heart meet in the middle. God, according to today's gospel and our psalm, knows us intimately. He has created us and loves us as his begotten child. And God wants us to love him back, not through the head, but through the heart. For when we allow ourselves to come and see and to allow ourselves to be open to the experience of the Almighty, we also open ourselves to experience the greatest love of all, the love expressed through Christ on the cross. Amen. Let us affirm our faith with the words of the Nicene Creed. We believe in one God, the Father, the Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all that is seen and unseen. We believe in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only Son of God, eternally begotten of the Father, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten not made, of one being with the Father. Through him all things were made. For us and for our salvation he came down from heaven. By the power of the Holy Spirit he became incarnate from the Virgin Mary and was made man. For our sake he was crucified under Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was buried. On the third day he rose again. In accordance with the scriptures, he ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. We believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son. With the Father and the Son, he is worshiped and glorified. He has spoken through the prophets. We believe in one holy, Catholic, and apostolic church. We acknowledge one baptism for the forgiveness of sins. We look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. The prayers of the people form four. Let us pray for the church and for the world. Grant, almighty God, that all who confess your name may be united in your truth, live together in your love, and reveal your glory in the world. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Guide the people of this land and of all the nations in the ways of justice and peace, 
that we may honor one another and serve the common good. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Bless all whose lives are closely linked with ours and grant that we may serve Christ in them and love one another as he loves us. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Comfort and heal all who suffer in body, mind, or spirit. Give them courage and hope in their troubles and bring them the joy of your salvation. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. We commend to your mercy all who have died, especially Gloria Phillips, that your will for them may be fulfilled, and we pray that we may share with all your saints in your eternal kingdom. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. In the diocesan cycle of prayer, we pray for the Center of Reconciliation and all who seek to be reconcilers in our state, nation, and world. In our parish cycle of prayer, we pray for James and Debbie Wilson, Jane and Larry Wilson, and Randy and Andrea Wilson. Almighty God, who has given us this good land for our heritage. We humbly beseech thee that we may always prove ourselves a people mindful of thy favor and glad to do thy will. Bless our land with honorable industry, sound learning, and pure manners. Save us from violence, discord, and confusion, from pride and arrogance, and from every evil way. Defend our liberties and fashion into one united people the multitudes brought hither out of many kindreds and tongues. Endue with the spirit of wisdom those to whom in thy land we entrust the authority of government, that there may be justice and peace at home, and that through obedience to thy law we may show forth thy praise among the nations of the earth. In the time of prosperity, fill our hearts with thankfulness. And in the day of trouble, suffer not our trust in thee to fail. All which we ask, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Let us confess our sins against God and our neighbor. Most merciful God, we confess that we have sinned against you in thought, word, and deed, by what we have done and by what we have left undone. We have not loved you with our whole heart. We have not loved our neighbors as ourselves. We are truly sorry and we humbly repent. For the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, have mercy on us and forgive us that we may delight in your will and walk in your ways to the glory of your name. Amen. Almighty God, have mercy on you. Forgive you all your sins through our Lord Jesus Christ. Strengthen you in all goodness and by the power of the Holy Spirit, keep you in eternal life. Amen. 
The peace of the Lord be always with you and also with you. Let us take a moment, even stop this recording, and text and offer the peace of God to friends and family and to all those around you. Walk in love as Christ loved us and gave himself for us, an offering and sacrifice to God. Upon them hath the light. 
Our service continues with Eucharistic Prayer B. All things come from you, O Lord, and of your own have we given you. Amen. The Lord be with you, and also with you. Lift up your hearts, we lift them to the Lord. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right to give him thanks and praise. It is right and a good and joyful thing always and everywhere to give thanks to you, Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth, because in the mystery of the word made flesh, you have caused a new light to shine in our hearts, to give the knowledge of your glory in the face of your Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Therefore, we praise you, joining our voices with angels and archangels and with all the company of heaven, who forever sing this hymn to proclaim the glory of your name. Holy, holy, holy Lord, God of power and might, heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. We give thanks to you, O God, for the goodness and love which you've made known to us in creation in the calling of Israel to be your people, in your words spoken through the prophets, and above all in the word made flesh, Jesus your Son. For in these last days you sent him to be incarnate from the Virgin Mary, to be the Savior and Redeemer of the world. In him you have delivered us from evil and made us worthy to stand before you. In him you have brought us out of error into truth, out of sin into righteousness, out of death into life. On the night before he died for us, our Lord Jesus Christ took bread. And when he'd given thanks to you, he broke it and gave it to his disciples and said, Take, eat. This is my body which is given for you. Do this for the remembrance of me. After supper, he took the cup of wine. And when he'd given thanks, he gave it to them and said, Drink this, all of you. This is my blood of the new covenant, which is shed for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Whenever you drink it, do this for the remembrance of me. Therefore, according to his command, O Father, we remember his death, we proclaim his resurrection, we await his coming in glory. We offer our sacrifice of praise and thanksgiving to you, O Lord of all, presenting to you from your creation this bread and this wine. We pray you, gracious God, to send your Holy Spirit upon these gifts, that they may be the sacrament of the body of Christ and his blood of the new covenant. Unite us to your Son in his sacrifice, 
that we may be acceptable through him being sanctified by the Holy Spirit. In the fullness of time, put all things in subjection under your Christ and bring us to that heavenly country where with blessed James, John, Nathaniel, and our patron Peter, and all your saints, we may enter the everlasting heritage of your sons and daughters through Jesus Christ our Lord, the firstborn of all creation, the head of the church, and the author of our salvation. By him, and with him, and in him, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all honor and glory is yours, Almighty Father, now and forever. Amen. And now, as our Savior Christ has taught us, we are bold to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Alleluia, Christ, our Passover, is sacrificed for us. Therefore, let us keep the feast. Alleluia. The gifts of God for the people of God. Take them in remembrance that Christ died for you and feed on him in your hearts by faith with thanksgiving. What wondrous love is this, O my soul, O my soul? What wondrous love is this, O my soul? What wondrous love is this? That caused the Lord of bliss To bear the dreadful curse For my soul, for my soul To bear the dreadful 